Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're uh, live in the Rocket Markets by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you to Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a bunch of money, switch to GEICO. You just go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. So, the Nationals have uh, made it to the World Series. That's great for uh, the nation's capital and, you know, their fans and everything. Can you believe they finally made it to the World Series and uh, after they got rid of Bryce Harper? That's crazy, right? Well, it's just it's it's so weird that it's like the Caps a couple of years ago. Years and years and years of having great regular seasons, never doing it in the playoffs, never and then you, you know, people kind of don't expect it to happen. You lose a big player. You're still a good team, but you're not being picked to do anything. And now they just completely roll into the World Series next week. And the weeks off have not been good for teams when they sweep here. As uh, Mafia was saying earlier, one and seven, they showed it up on the screen before. I mean, I can, in recent memory, I remember, you know, the Mets in 15, when they hammered the Cubs, I mean, they swept them and they sat around for a week and then they, the Royals beat them in five. You know, it's just sometimes you, you're hot and then you. You don't Shut play. It down. You don't play for an entire week, and it and it hurts. Yeah, and then uh, the Yankees lost to the Astros. You know what bothers me is, uh, and I'll be honest, there's I, I, you know, this place never ceases to amaze me where I work, and I come in here, and I I've never seen anything like it. These losers that work here. I mean, just absolute asshats. The anti-yank, the anti-yank crowd that's around this place. But it's so unbelievable that like they're just so demented. Like they sit out there and scream and cheer for them to lose, as they're all Mets fans, right? And they, but they're so pathetic because they have like, what do they have on their resume? Nothing Uh, in a long time. Eighty-six. Yeah. And what, 69? That's it, only two. Shut up. Just shut up. You, you know, you're pathetic. And then they have all these people that work here that, that scream and yell all day. They all they can, uh, they live for them to lose. And so I'm sitting in here listening to these people just bashing the Yankees in this uh, whatever you want to call this place. I don't even know what you call it. What do, what do you call this place? Hell on Earth? Uh, normally, yes. Hell on Earth. That the newsroom out there is hell on earth, and it's like a you know what it is. It's it's Normandy is what it is. So uh, I feel like I'm just walking through like dead bodies out there with all these idiots that just scream and yell to root against the Yankees. I cannot wait. I'm telling you, Thursday and Friday, you better hope they don't win because I'm going to end up getting in a fight because I'm going to say some things on Thursday and Friday if they win. If they win either of those games, I'm going to hurt some feelings in this newsroom. I can guarantee it. I can promise you it's going to happen because I'm sitting there listening to these idiots, 
And it never ends. They never stop with their BS. And I just sit here and I'm just like, if you only knew how much of a tool you are, first of all, to begin with, and then I have to sit there and listen to it. So I'll tell you one thing, it's coming. Guaranteed, I'm going to hurt your feelings and I'm going to make you snap and I will do it to any one of them. I can pick them out like grapes off the vine. That's how easy it's going to be for me, me to make all of them snap one after the next, like crackers. You know it too. How long will it take me to get those two dudes mad? About five seconds? You know, because I'm going to do it, too. I'm going to rub it in their face like you have no idea. I'm literally, I might as well just pull my pants down and run naked through the newsroom because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to upset so many people out there. If they win so much as one game, I'm going to absolutely make enemies here for life. I'm going to, I promise you, I'm going to do it because I'm sick and tired of it. I come in here every night. I got to breathe in this guy's cigarette smoke all night. Then I got to listen to him bash the Yankees all day and his little minions out here with all their crap. Guess what? It's coming back in spades and it's going to be nasty and it's going to be loud and it's going to be irritating and I'm going to be verbose and a show off and I'm going to be acidic and I'm going to make enemies and I'm real good at it. You have no idea who you're dealing with. I'm Satan when it comes to that stuff. I can promise you it's coming. I'm going to do it, too. I said to the one guy already, I'm like, why don't you go talk about the Mets some more, you femme, you little wussy. I'll beat your ass. Why don't you go talk about your crappy organization that nobody gives a rat's ass about? Why don't you go root for them, too, Mafia? You and all your friends out there, Mets fans, with your crappy team. You, got, you know what you guys are? You're basically the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's who you are. My team. My team sucks so bad. Join me. You're, you've won, too. Okay, so have we. 71 and 79, we beat you. You did 69 and 86. 71, 79, we got you beat because of the 69 drought. There you go. Your organization is a laughing stock of baseball. And these guys walk around here like they're like porn stars. It's so funny to me. Idiots. The people that work at this place. Oh, my God. Where do they find these people? Honestly. I don't care what anyone thinks of me either. You can kiss my ass six ways till Sunday. I'm sick and tired of it. Call me up. Say something to me. See how that goes over. Give me a ring. Call me at my house. I don't care what you say to me. I'm not going to listen any more than any of them do either. I mean it. You think I'm kidding. It's coming. Trust me, you. I'm going to make some enemies in here this week. It's coming like you read about. I can promise you that. James in Arizona. And I don't even give a... I don't even care. I don't even care about... Uh, the baseball. I don't even care about it. I don't even care who wins. James. Scotty, I'm loving, Scotty, I'm loving everything you're saying right now. I mean, it's amazing right now. But one thing I do want to talk about, I want to talk about the referees that happened in Detroit and Green Bay. I know you're sick of talking about it. Everybody's sick of talking about it. But when do we just turn this over to computers? When uh, does it happen? Well, um, I don't think that's possible. I, I don't think it's possible to have um, an NFL game refed by cameras and, and uh, computers because here's why. They have uh, replay cameras now, right? And in New York, they can't even get it right. How can you sit there and see this stuff? Because, like, you know, the general public can actually watch the games and see that because every play, they replay them 30 times, right? So every, any controversial play at all, a, a pass interference or a touchdown or a fumble or an interception, do they not show it 15 times? 
I mean, 15 to 30 times at least. When do they they put this up to where every penalty can be challenged? Is that what's headed next? I mean, what happens? Well, listen, so they're not going to – there's no way – my point is this, is because the cameras already – we we see the highlights over and over, right? The replays over and over 30 times, right? And we're watching. The general public is watching, and we see the call is, is wrong, right? Everyone knows it's wrong. And then what do they do at the league office? They still get it wrong. They still come up with some BS about how we're all wrong and they're right. I mean, the calls in the Monday night game in Lambo last night were so embarrassing and egregious. It's not even funny, right? And I keep telling you, this isn't about cameras or replays or computers. This is about old fogies. This is about... A bunch of old geriatric-looking Mother Pharrellers that are running up and down. They can't even run, let alone walk. They can barely stand, and they're the ones making all these bad calls. I think they have a serious problem. Now, they'll tell you, no, we don't have a problem. We don't have any. All of our all of our refs are in their 50s and 60s. They, they yeah, don't. they're all in their 50s and 60s, and they're also, you know, they lawyers. They keep up with the play. They're all lawyers and butchers and candlestick makers during the week. And, you know, you that, know, I mean, it's just. Uh, they work down at the factory right, or the mailman. Well, they're actually, I'm sorry, you know, these guys are all, like, you know, big-time, you know, lawyers and, and doctors. These guys do big-time jobs, these guys, these NFL refs. Well, they do better at their normal jobs than they do as refs because they are the worst of the worst. I mean, it is so embarrassing watching NFL football anymore with the refs. It's They ruin every game. What night have we been in here ever? Name one night where we've been in here where we haven't talked bad about the NFL refs. Name one night. There's certain things we talk about all the time. Tom Brady, all right, Alabama, and how bad the NFL refs suck. And the NBA refs are worse than them. The NBA refs are absolutely the scourge of the earth bad. I mean, they are the worst. I don't care what anybody says. Have you ever sat and watched an NBA game, the calls they make? I mean, it is unbelievable. Now, you know what I heard they're going to do this year more than ever? They're going to call traveling. <laughs> like, they haven't called traveling for the last 20 years. That'll last like the first month of the season, and then that'll all stop. They're saying they're going to call every travel now. They're going to, that's going to be their big thing this year. So, you know, they haven't called traveling in the last 25 years. You can take 15 steps. And and they don't call it. Now all of a sudden they're going to start calling it. And uh, they're already the worst refs in all sports, the NBA refs, in my opinion. And remember, they were the corrupt ones too. Remember, we had Donahue and all the rest. So believe me, you, they're the worst. And the NFL is second, and that's that. And the NHL, uh, I got to tell you, uh, but at least I give the NHL credit. When you suck as an NHL ref, you just don't do playoff games. They don't let you anywhere near the postseason because you're so awful. They just call you out, and they're like, you suck. You're not refing. Thank you. You just lost a paycheck. So I like that. I like that they, you know, judge them based on performance because it seems to me that they don't do that in the NFL or NBA, in my opinion. They just – they don't care who they got. They claim they do. But they're lying through their teeth. They're like everything else they do. It's hard because, you know, they even if the NFL and the NBA wanted to, you know, which I think they do do some variation of it where they only put their highest graded – people in the playoffs the problem is that every single one of them sucks so who cares if you've got the highest graded guys because they're all bad it doesn't matter who you put out there they're all bad so who cares so ultimately uh, sean payton said that we'll be dealing uh with full-time officials 
It's a real, real high bar for making changes to the calls on the field. Reference the calls Monday night when he said there's nothing more difficult to deal with than a foul that wasn't a foul. I think we're going to get to the point where we have full-time officials. And there you go. So they don't, apparently they don't like the fact that they have other jobs. And they want him to focus on this uh, seven days a week, right, and get ready for the game. What do they practice or something on Monday through Saturday? What do you practice making bad calls? I don't understand. What What do you do? How can you watch a replay? It's amazing to me how much time they spend on the sideline looking at replays, right? And they still get it wrong. I don't know what they're – are they high? I don't, I don't know what they're looking at. And then the Lions were incensed by the penalties to Trey Flowers. And then Troy Vincent, the VP of Ops for the league, said, uh, is that this week's owners' meetings in Florida? And said he addressed the calls during a season – uh, or a session with reporters today. He said the foul wasn't there after reviewing tape of the second illegal hands to the face, and it is not the kind of call you want to see the officials make. At least someone admitted it. But that's all they ever do. They'll admit they made a mistake, and that's all they do. There's no other changes made. They just say, we made a mistake. Sorry, you lose. That's it. You, there's no, they don't change it. They don't play the game again. They don't do anything. They don't, they don't dock the official. They don't. They don't do anything to them. They, it's just they move on to the next victim. And I honestly think that – have you ever noticed, and this is just me, the college game, am I wrong that they have a lot younger refs? Have you ever noticed that? That like in high school and college, they got all these young refs refing games. And then in the NFL, there are all these old men. Have you ever noticed it? Like seriously, take a good look. Like every guy doing the NFL like looks like your grandpa. So what, in my opinion, just at least one thing I would do is I would just stop hiring 60-year-olds to ref your games. Like, I'm 54, and I'm, I'm like old man River, and I, I, you know, I cannot keep up with NFL players running up and down, running a 4-240, and, you know, least of all a, uh, some 65-year-old ref who can't make it up and down the field with his bow-legged bad knees and hip replacement. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm not even making this stuff up. Have you ever seen how bad they are, like, on the field moving or getting out of the way? They're a disaster. The Major League umps are just as bad. Have you ever seen it? Do you remember, did you see Joe West get plunked at second base this year? Because he's so fat and old he can't get out of the way. Let's get real here and stop being nice all the time on this stupid network. Let's talk about... Uh, honest to God, let's be real. When you're a fat ass and you're old and slow and you can't get out of the way of a baseball coming in from the center fielder's arm, it's time to call it a day. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. You get out of the way, fat ass. Seriously, how can you get? It's because you're fat and old and slow, and that's all there is to it. And they got a bunch of them that are out there just, they might as well be in wheelchairs they're so old. Am I wrong? Don't even tell me I'm making this stuff up. I, I watch the games. I, the NFL is the, I told you, is the geriatrics unit. That's what it is. All those refs are creepy old grandfathers refing the NFL games. That's why they're so bad. 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. I, I got a lot of uh, other NFL news as well to uh, get into, and we'll do that. I want to take your calls as well. Uh, first, Ben in Dallas on the ticket. You're on CBS Sports Radio. So, Pharrell, get a double J-Mo port, please. J-Mo rocks. Word. Hey, listen, uh, first of all, just want to go ahead and give a prop to you for your, 
your picks again this weekend? Maybe some money. That's awesome. That. I, that's awesome to uh, know. I've, you know, I think the NFL has been brutal for me the last couple of weeks. Uh, and you know, I go through obviously uh, stages and phases of success. I have great weeks, uh, fantastic weeks, and then I certainly have my fair share of average weeks. And I don't like them any more than you do. Uh, well, I've, I've been really good at college football all season long, every week. So again, uh, I've been killing it there. But I want to do well in both, always for everybody. That, that was my main point is that, I mean, I, I crushed on college this week. And just want to say to anybody listening right now and they haven't gotten on your page to get those picks, they should because they're just not being smart. Thanks, dude. I, I appreciate that, it. Couple, I just want to say a couple quick things and I'll hang up and listen. Um, huge Yankee fan, uh, born and raised in Dallas. And right. I just want to go back to what you were saying earlier. Like, I, 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 I can't agree with you more. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about the Yankees and all this stuff. And I just – I don't want to hear any more about their payroll and everything else. Because I mean, like, can we just talk about the Nationals right now and what they're doing? And I, I, I just, first of all, I think it's great. I'd love to hear your opinion on what you think Bryce Harper's doing right now, whether or not he's just counting his money or if he even cares. I, you know, he's. A, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I'm not like friends with him or anything. I, I you know, I've met him and all the rest, but uh, he's. Uh, I, you know, the guy that I think uh, he is, and I could be wrong, obviously, is I think he's back in, uh, my guess is he's back in Vegas, right? Or, you know, that's where he goes in the off season. And uh, I know he lives in Philly in the season and Vegas in the off season, And he uh, beats to his own drum. The guy goes and works out. I know where he works out. I know he loves to lift. And uh, I know he takes really good care of himself. He's, he's, he's ripped. I, the guy does workouts. You can't even fathom the, the amount of uh, lifting he does and, and the work he does on his uh, core strength and balance and his legs and, and everything. Like the guy's completely i one of the things i was impressed by when i saw him was i watched him i think it was with mafia right and we watched him work out and this guy's workout was just i was like kind of eyeing him and watching him what he was doing all the things he was doing and it was all this really intensive core stuff and balance stuff that was like beyond anything that like mafia and i had ever done you know we just do a normal you know workout cardio swim lift basketball you're done but this guy's doing stuff like balancing you know, weights on his body and on one leg, down on the ground with his knee bent and all this, you know, kung fu stuff. And all I know is the guy works hard. I don't think uh, Bryce, you know, most people that know him uh, think he's a really cool guy, right? And uh, the media has portrayed him to be this, I think, um, kind of the bad guy, right? And in, in Washington, he was to blame for everything. But the fact of the matter is, if you ask me, Carver Hyde, a guy was part of all their success. They won. They went to the playoffs every single year he was there, and they just lost. Uh, people think it's so easy to win. The Nationals know that's not true with all their failures. They had tons of failure before they had success. Same thing with the Red Sox. Same thing with the Cubs. You know, you have, you know, more, way more failure than success. And I don't think the guy wishes ill will on anyone on that team. I think he's friends with a lot of the guys on that team. I don't think he's sitting around stewing about anything or feeling bad for himself. Or I bet he's happy for the Nationals that they made it. I, you know, that's the guy I think that he is. Yeah, I, I don't think that he's sitting in his house right now, you know, banging his head against the wall, wondering what am I doing? I should be there right now. No, I'm sure the the thought crosses his head. I could be with that team right now. But who knows what happens then? Things are different. And and we heard for years, whether it be from guys in D.C. or or other guys around the game, you know, he wasn't 
he was a little bit of a disconnect between everybody else in there. You know, he just was. He was kind of a little bit of a recluse of his own brand. That's who he is. Type of deal, you know, and uh, you know. But he, you, no one can say he doesn't play hard. And oh, that he, he plays goes hard. All out. He plays hard. He's a great player. He, he Do you think? Because I don't think he's the most overpaid guy in baseball. I think uh, Stanton is. Stan oh, is Stan, the most well, Stan's overrated. Stan's got everybody covered right now. For him to not once again today go out on that field and play for the Yankees. He's uh, a wussy. I, I just, I can't. So I don't want him on the team anymore. Right now. I, I don't want him on the Yankees anymore. I can't stand him. And, and let me th- I, I'm, I'm actually rooting against him forever because he's such a wuss. I, I cannot believe that he uh, is not played in this uh, Is it not the most unbelievable thing you've ever seen? If he's legitimately hurt. Then he shouldn't be on the roster anymore. They should take him get off. Get rid of him. And, and put somebody. Now, the Yankees aren't pinch hitting for anybody anyway. Right. I get it. But they could use somebody like Wade or Void on the roster instead of him. It just If he's not going to play, you're just wasting a spot right now. That's all that you're doing. So what they're doing is keeping him because of the World Series roster. Well, no, no, no. You could reset that after the series. This is this is still for this roster. But they're keeping him right now because they have this. They, I guess they think that he's eventually going to play. No, but I. I think I read today if he in the paper if he's out of this then he can't play in the World Series. If there's an in, if you take him out for injury, I'd have to look at that. Yeah, yeah no, I don't uh, think he yeah. can play. I think if, once they get rid of him on a uh, postseason roster, he can't play in the World Series. And I, I, I read that not, today. Yeah, that's possible. So, but listen, he is the most overpaid player in baseball without a doubt because he never plays. He just makes three hundred million dollars never play, never plays. I'll give Harper credit; he plays every day. And he's a badass, and he goes all out, 110%, without a doubt. And he goes after it. And I told you he'd hit 35 homers, and the guy still racks and puts up huge numbers. I don't believe for one minute he's worth $330 million. But I, think, but I think he's worth way more than Stanton. Stanton's the biggest wussy I've ever seen in my life. I have never seen a guy his size, that ripped, that, that he's like a Adonis. The guy is cut like Adonis. He's literally... Like, the, he's so massive. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. The guy's a giant. And meanwhile, he plays like he's four foot tall. I mean, this guy's onions are the size of grapes or little little uh, peas in a pod because he is, he's like, I've never seen anyone miss as many games as that guy. I mean, the guy never plays. He is a waste of money and a waste of time. They should have never brought him here, ever. I don't care what anybody says. He is the most worthless baseball player I've ever seen in my life. I don't care what he's done in New York. He sucks. He never plays. I don't want to hear it. He's worthless. Send his ass back to Jeter in Miami. He can rot in hell. He's worthless. Well, he's definitely not helping them right now. I'll take Bryce Harper every day over that guy. Every day, all day. Six ways. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I skipped uh, one of those days. Yeah, Taco listen, Tuesday. Yeah, of course maybe I missed. Right now. You Eight have to. more years, by the way. Eight more years. What a nightmare. Contract. What not, a nightmare. Know, for him could. to not play in this game, especially today. Like, for him to stand out there before the game, and, and he took, like, questions for, like, a minute, minute and a half out there by the cage uh, a couple hours before the game. And just what like a joke. and they're like asking him then he's like and he's like basically like I can't play the field, you know. I, like, can hit. I, I don't know if I can. like dude, honestly, <laughs> just go home at this point. Like just go home. Go home cuz you're home, a wussy. Man. Send the dude home. Like, it's take true, your, right? Take your check, 
and just go home, man. Listen, we don't need you here. Uh, Arizona, Phoenix, etc. Don't give up. I'm taking your calls when I get back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, a huge week of football action. Again, it starts tomorrow night with college action. All my college and pro picks are posted on PharrellOnTheBench.com for this week's games. They're all ranked favorite to least. I give you a top 10 in college, top six in pros. Check it out. Plus baseball, every game in the playoffs. Pharrellonabench.com has you covered. Hockey, every game, every night. Boxing, MMA, every big fight. Basketball starts middle of next week, NBA-wise. Pharrellonabench.com rules. Every play, every day. Big changes coming in November, and they're better for you. Pharrellonabench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. I have to say, uh, Mafia and I are arguing in here. He's very upset with me. Because uh, he doesn't like the fact that I said that his Mets are as bad as the Pirates. And um, the bottom line is, is that he started throwing uh, playoff uh, appearances in my face. And uh, the fact of the matter is the Pirates have so many, like they've been in it as many times and failed as you guys have. No, they haven't. I'm not counting wild card games that you get knocked out in the first game. Well, what do you mean? Like I'm you're, not counting that. Uh, no, no, I'm wait, not saying. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not, not that I'm so, not counting it. Let me finish. I'm not counting it on the same level as two World Series appearance and an LCS appearance. Okay. It's not on the same level. Fair enough. So in your history, you've won two World Championships. Okay. We've won three. Count them. One, two, three. 60, 71, 79. You got two, we got three. End of discussion. You start talking about appearances. They've been at least six times and failed. How many times have you been and failed? They were great. They're not in the last 30 years. Since I've been alive, they've been terrible. You mean the Mets? No. The, the Pirates. Pirates have been in the 90s and 2000s in the playoffs three times each, and they lost. What have you done? Lost every time. You lost a seven-game lead with 17 games to go. The worst joke in baseball history. They did. Don't tell me that the Mets have a better organization with the joke that they have going right now running that club and the owners that they have. They're just as bad as the Nuttings. I'm not saying that our owners are good. I'm not saying we've had good managers. I've said we've had more success the last 20 years as the Pirates. The Pirates, 20 years of no playoffs. You can't compare that. 20 years of no playoffs. They've gone six times. In between those three and the three, they had 20 years of not even showing up at all. Listen. There's no denying that the Pirates suck, okay? But the fact that you're sitting here trying to sell me that the Mets are good is the funniest thing you've ever good. come out of your mouth. I they're not the level of the Pirates. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They've never done anything. They never win. You go and lose. What's the difference? The Pirates go and lose. Now, you don't count those, you just said. But you don't count your teams. You don't count your team's chokes. They have plenty of them. That's right, they do. Just not as many. They didn't. Just as many. They're a joke. They're as much of a joke as the Pirates are. That's all there is to it. You can't even sell me on that. Here's another one. Here's another great move by your organization today. The Mets interviewing Eduardo Perez for the manager's job. <laughs> what is next? I don't know. That's, that's... Is Steve, the cleaning guy, gonna? is he going to be interviewed next week too? Who's the, who, Jessica Mendoza, is she on the, uh, is she on the list? Is she going to get an interview too? What about A-Rod? Is he going to be the manager? About, no, he costs uh, too much. How about Stanton? He's got nothing to do. He doesn't play. Maybe they should interview him. Giancarlo Stanton could be the manager. It's all about anybody that get on the cheap. That's what it is. That once again, the Will Ponds are cheap. What a they joke. They're a joke is what they are. And then I got to sit around here and listen to all these people try to sell me the Mets. It's so funny. They're a joke. That's what they are. They're, they're a punchline. Fact. That's all there is to it. Tommy in Arizona. Hey, Scotty. Good listening to your show. 
I want you to uh, know my first introduction to you when Jake Plummer was a senior at Arizona State, and they opened the season against Nebraska, who was number one, and uh, Arizona was a 16-point dog, and they won the game, and you had Arizona, and I rode with you all the way, and I've been with you ever since. That's awesome, dude. I love that. That's a beautiful story, Tommy. Um, talking about the uh, the NFL officials and officials in general, I've, I've uh, worked high school and college basketball for over 25 years, and I had to retire in 06 when I had my hips replaced right. because I couldn't move very fast. You could, you, seen, you could get a job in the NFL tomorrow. They love guys with bad hips and knees. And when and when officials are not quick and fast, they're not in position to make the right call. That's right. And I also believe that the people upstairs sometimes get embarrassed and they're covering for these guys. Uh, listen, uh, I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's simple. This is the same stuff I've been reiterating over and over for months. It's simple. They are they are not in shape. They are, and I, the NFL lies through their teeth and tells you all their guys are physically fit and they pass all the tests and all this other crap they feed you. The bottom line is they're old, they're slow, they're behind the play, they miss plays, they miss calls, they make up calls, they do phantom calls. They're so bad that they try to cover their tracks by their own ineptitude with more inept calls. And I firmly believe if you cannot keep up with the play in the NFL, you should not be an NFL ref. It's that simple. I, I, what is so hard about this to figure out? If you can't run with the players, if you can't keep up with the play and you're 20 yards behind the play on every play, you shouldn't be refing in the NFL. It's that simple. I think that they should have 20 to 35, 40-year-old max. Just simple as that. I don't, you know, I know no one likes that. They start getting into all this age discrimination nonsense. That's all it is, is nonsense. If you're an old dude and you are 15, 20 yards behind the play on every play, why are you refing in the NFL? Because you got the cushy job and your neighbors like the fact that you're on TV every Sunday. Let me tell you something. No one cares about the refs except everyone hates them. Just so you know, because they have ruined the NFL. I don't care what anybody says. The NFL refs have ruined Sundays. You can't even watch. It's so unbearable. Last night was another example of it, right? The game was absolutely robbed from the Lions by the refs. Not only are they bad, but they're costing teams wins, right? They're just handing games to the other team that they like. They love Aaron Rodgers. They love, they can't get enough of him. Nothing ever. They never, I mean, it's Brady, Rodgers, they get the carte blanche. You can't even argue it anymore. There's no, you don't have a leg to stand on trying to argue it with me. Jim in Phoenix. Scotty, long-time listener, first-time caller, brother. Hey, man. Can I get a double shot, two double shots of tequila for me and my boy riding shotgun? Yeah, I got you covered. What's up? Hey, question. Um, first of all, let me throw something after you. I have to disagree with you that I think the NFL reps are worse than the NBA reps. But I got a question for you. Do you think the Chiefs bounce back this Sunday, tomorrow night, Thursday night? And if they do, do they hold on to West? And can they make it to the Super Bowl as they are right now? Well, I'll say this much. They they should beat the Broncos, right? On on the surface, that looks like a, a game that the I don't think that uh, Denver is as good as Kansas City, right? But I'll say this. 
the Broncos in the last, whatever, three games or something, they have like 12 sacks. They've been finally getting the Vic Fangio defensive schemes and, and blitzing. And I think they've been getting to the quarterback, and that's why they beat Tennessee, right? So they're playing a lot better. Denver's playing really good defense right now. Finally, it's catching on Fangio in Denver, right? Fair enough. So the numbers, whatever it is, four, four and a half, whatever it is. But, I mean, you can't deny, I believe, that the Kansas City offense is, you know, for me, it would be a little too much for Denver. I think they have too much scoring ability uh, to – for Denver to stop them. But I will say this, like the Texans went toe-to-toe with them and outdanced them all all day. They just kept scoring and they couldn't stop because I think Kansas City's defense is really, it's like um, wet hay. They're just terrible. They're, they're literally, um, you know, they're wet hay out on the farm. They're just absolutely worthless. That defense of theirs, they are not winning a Super Bowl with that defense. I said it last night. I said it last week. I've said it all year. If you, It's simple. If you don't have a good defense, you're not winning the Super Bowl. That's it. Boom. And Kansas City's a bunch of phonies. That's what they are. They're frauds. They're not for real. They're a fraud. Now, I hope I'm wrong and they go to the Super Bowl. That would be great for everybody in Kansas City. I got no problem with Kansas City. I got no problem with anybody. Bottom line is this. They know it. They just don't like talking about it. They don't want to admit it. Their defense sucks. And if you can't stop anybody, you're not going to the Super Bowl, right? It's it's real, like, right in front of you, okay? You don't even need to grab at it. It's real simple. They suck. So what, what do they have? They have Mahomes, right, Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. Is that about it? That's the whole team, right? So the rest of the team is ass. That defense is just, it's like an ugly girlfriend. You just don't really want to take her out, do you? I mean, honestly, they're embarrassing. That defense is embarrassing. Bobby in Cleveland. Speaking of bad teams. Yo, two thoughts on the Mets. One, at least the Pirates try to play baseball. The Mets don't even bother. Second thing, two words, Bobby Valentine. That should shut the entire conversation down. On defense, this whole MVP conversation, Stephen A. Smith gets on talking about the the MVP. It's a team, and it's the 49ers defense. That scares me. I can't go to sleep at night thinking they're hiding in my closet about ready to jump on me. That that defense is just flat-out scary. And when we talk about MVPs, we always talk about people. This season, it could be a team. It would be a shame if they go all the way to the bowl and it goes to a person and not that defense. I'll shut up and listen to you. Well, there you go. So he thinks the MVP of the league should be the Niners' defense. Yeah, well, they, unfortunately – uh, Bobby, they don't hand them out to uh, entire units. Okay? So, the they, end of discussion. They hand it out to a player. A player have, wins the I, award. I have actually no idea uh, what you're talking about either with Bobby Valentine. I think I think he got you got to take his Met comments there, and you know me, I'm not a Met fan. You, you got to just flush them down to the, the side. I wouldn't even go by what I don't even know what he's talking about. They Both of those comments were play. absurd. I don't, what? what? And Bobby actually got the Mets to a World Series. World Series. So, so I, I don't want to hear it. Let's Bo- pump the brakes. Bo- both of those of comments were wrong, so it is what it is. I never said that they don't like go out and play or that they don't compete or that they're not, uh, you know, uh, formidable. 86 games this year in five. Listen, I don't even think they're. I don't even think they're as bad as as you know a lot of teams in baseball. But I don't think that they have any kind of a history to be bragging about at all. Zero. I mean, so you know. <laughs> 
you know, to me, if you hang your hat on two, two, you know, 69 and 86, and that's what you live for it, and, you know, you're a fool to begin with. I mean, that's great. You won it twice. Congratulations. But other crappy teams have done better. I mean, let's face it. I mean, the, the Royals have won, too, haven't they? They the 85, and they won it uh, when they went back-to-back and, and won one of them and lost one of them. So, I mean, even they have two. So, I don't want to hear it. There's a, a lot of teams that don't have any. So, they're doing better than some. I'll give you that. But, uh, you know, to me, it doesn't, uh, you know, you could talk all you want about what year it was or you've been better this year, this last 10 years, last 20 years. The bottom line is you never get it done. It usually, that's the, that's the moral of the story. Usually, you don't get it done. So, you know, you're just as bad as my team and just as bad as a lot of bad teams. So... I don't think they have anything to brag about at all. Not in this town, they don't. I mean, the Yankees own this town. That's the same thing. We've had this argument a million times. You, you cannot compare the two. It's not even worth mentioning. You got one with 27 world championships and one with two. So end of discussion. There you go. Andrew Friedman close to a new deal with the Dodgers. And how about they blame Rick Honeycutt for all their problems? It wasn't Roberts they got rid of. They're, they're uh, reassigning Rick Honeycutt and making him a special assistant. So they blamed him. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.